All right. Welcome, everyone, to the Midnight Bells tonight. Uh, I'm Sadie. Jessica. Sarah. Okay, and tonight is Jessica's episode. And what is this episode going to be? Jessica, I really like the atmosphere in here today. I um, tried to set it up. It's so. dark. She's got one light on, and she's got a ghost light, and she has a balloon dog. So what's our episode on tonight, Jessica? So, I was originally going to feature one uh, creature, but there wasn't a whole lot of background on the story, so I decided to research multiple creatures. Okay. And these are all of Malaysian, Malay folklore. folklore. So like so, a Malay folklore roundup. Yeah, but it's only three. It's not like a bunch. It's only. a roundup. We'll call we'll it a call roundup. It we'll be generous. We'll call it a Malaysian roundup. Malaysian sure. roundup. Why not? This is actually, I really like Malaysian folklore a lot. Okay. So, so, in all the research that I did this week... See, now the air is off, so it's going to get hot again within, like, two minutes. So, in all the research that I've done since we've been doing this podcast, and all the different creatures I've read about, and all the different creatures you guys have presented about... Uh-huh. I think these are some of the scariest damn things I've ever heard of, ever. Oh. Like, ever. Okay. They're super-duper creepy. And I want to see movies made about them. Okay. Um, they're probably... Our movies just like they are, not in they're like like low budge Malaysian films. I feel like this podcast is we're telling you about folklore, but also pitching movie ideas. Hollywood, listen to us. We've got some ideas. <laughs> they don't want to, they don't want our ideas. No, <laughs> they're not good. Although I do want to see, I still really want to see a movie about a banshee. Me too. I still think we should fund that. That whole episode was pretty much our movie plot. Yeah, that was pretty much the episode. I don't know if people need to recap this close to... (laughs) Okay, so let's move on to our first subject of the The night. Our first Malaysian ghost supernatural supernatural creature. So we're going to talk about... And this one I got the most information on, so I'm doing the most info down to the least info. Okay. Okay, and it's not that I didn't get a lot of info, there's just not that much to that particular We believe feature. Okay. So, the first one of the night is called the Orang Minyak. Okay. Which I think you guys have heard about before. Wow, it's almost like we tried to record this episode once before. (laughs) It's almost like we've done this. Tell us, Jessica, what is it? All right, guys. Well, why don't you tell me? I want to see how much you remember. (laughs) I just Um, remember us talking about incels and... Yeah, oh, no. oh yeah, we went on a long oil, tangent. Oil incel man. So, in Incels. case anybody's wondering, we recorded this episode, but <laughs> we never plugged the soundboard in. Yeah. So we sat here for like... are your professionals. We sat here for like an hour and a half. Talking about incels. And so the Orang Minyak, uh, what I can remember is that they're an oily man who lives on the ground and does horrible things to women. I really don't like this. Yeah, yeah so like this I don't one. like this one either. It's super creepy. And the Orang Minyak is known to be either a shaman or a supernatural being in Malaysian culture. And that usually, well, not usually, but it takes the form of a man covered in tar or black oil. So the English translation of Orang Minyak is literally the oily man. Okay. Just just the name is like enough to be like, ew. 
So the Orang Minyak, the oily man, gains and increases his powers by abducting and raping young women, preferably virgins at nighttime. So yeah, he's just like a creepy racist. Rape. Sorry. Racist. He's a creepy. <laughs> he is a racist. Rapist. That he might also be a racist. We just don't know. I mean, it kind of sounds like he's in blackface. True. Yeah, like, that's I true. thought that. I honestly, when I was reading about it, I was like, wait, is this going to be like a story that it's they like a made racist? To, to, yeah, it's like. I mean, there's no. There is, there is a lot of colorism and racism in Asia. So it could be. It could kind of be a subconscious, like, darker skin is bad kind of thing because there there is a lot of colorism in, in Asia. Well, and I know it, I've heard, like, certain cultures literally believe, like, black men are just crazy, rabid, well, not just black, rapists. And, not just black men, but darker skin, like, Asians, for example, are oh, yeah. seen as, like, not as attractive or, like... I, yeah, actually, I had some friends in high school who mm-hmm. they were, like, a darker skinned Asian, and they told me that... Back in their country, they're considered, like, less and ugly because of their darker skin. And it was, like, they're, like, because over there, it's basically, like, if you're paler, that means you're rich Rich. and you're inside. But if you're darker, it means you're out on the rice paddies all day. And I was, like, wow, that's... Yeah. Well, and they also have a lot of skin brightening things, especially in, like, India, China. Um, The other thing, I did look this up after our, our... our last first episode of this, and I'm kind of seeing that it's it's probably an actual event that is happening, and men who are rapists are taking advantage of this superstition. Oh yeah, and yeah. disguising themselves. Oh yeah, as this. If I just put a uh, greasy oil on my skin and then rape that girl over there, um, they'll just think it's yeah. They'll call it the Orangutan Minyak. They're not gonna. Search for me. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, that's what... Because this is... There's modern cases of this. Yeah. In villages today. Mm-hmm. So what else about this... Terrible, terrible thing. Dude. Well, he puts the oil on his skin or to he help... Or again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I set myself up for that one. <laughs> you did. So the oil's on his skin to help evade capture because... He's a slippery motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like how you said mo, but then you can motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't say the like you didn't say word curse word. Also, the Orang Minyak can jump really high and climb difficult surfaces, and he can scale things very quickly. He's like a parkouring Spider-Man. <gasps> I don't does, think we need to drive like Spider-Man you, yeah, I don't like through you the mud here. I know, but. Spider-Man can scale things very quickly. He can, like, stick to walls, and that's... Well, he can just, like... Well, he's... You think... Slip down. He's slippery and sticky, depending on when he needs to be, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's all yes. in his power of will. It's 50% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to remember the name. Yeah. Thanks, Amy. I can sing that whole song. When are you uh, <laughs> dropping your first hit? <laughs> My first DP. <laughs> Where's your um? Where's your mixtape? It's coming. You got a SoundCloud? I gotta go to the street and and hand it out for free to be really true. You'll hand them your mixtape they didn't ask for and then demand five dollars. Absolutely, you've already bought this. You've already bought this. (laughs) That's happened to me. (laughs) 
God. <laughs> Actually, like, seriously, if you go to, like, Los Angeles, that, like, happens That's what they do. all the time. Oh, yeah. My mixtape. Oh, I, I was that. thinking about the time you found a mixtape um, at Publix. Oh, yeah. I just had one song on it. And we would just, like, we cool would late. listen to it. It was so fun. I am so upset with myself. I can't find that disc. You lost. It was always in my car. That was I somebody's don't know where it is. That was somebody's work of art and blood and sweat and tears. Anyways, talk about this. Okay, back to the Oran Minyak. Yes. So one version of the tale says that Oran Minyak was a man cursed in an attempt to win back his love with magic. The devil offered to help the creature and give him powers of the black arts only if he worshipped him and raped 21 virgins in a week. Honestly, I feel like at that point, it's like, is your ex really worth it? Yeah, like, what are you... That's a lot of raping. That's 21 in a week. We got seven days. I don't think she's going to want you back. That's three rapes a day. We're not going to math here. We did this last time. It took me a second. You should have really noticed. It's a lot of the songs. Seven times three equals 21. That's three rapes a day. It's a lot. Your math equation wasn't exactly right, but... Wait, seven times three? Yeah, but what? how you said it out loud? What do you mean? Now, was it a week or was it a business week? Ooh. Oh. We don't that's know. harder to say. Cause I don't know. We that's basically four a day, but then there's like point one. So this day. oily man is supposed to do heinous crimes. Yeah, yeah. So Traditionally, the wrong Mignac has been blamed for rape since the 50s. And superstitious Malay female students would attempt to ward off the creature by wearing sweaty clothing to give the appearance of having just been with a man. Yeah, and I was actually reading an article that was from just a few years ago of multiple girls, multiple Malaysian girls on a college campus over there have been raped and they're all claiming it was the wrong minyak. This is modern times, you guys. It's like a weird like scapegoat. Plus, also like I almost wonder if it plays the role of like helping those women like keep their dignity by like you know it was a supernatural thing. So it wasn't a real man. Yeah. yeah, and then like it allows them to almost be like not that they could help it if it wasn't a weird freaky oil demon. But really take all blame away because sometimes they say they blame women a lot for um, things. Not just in that culture. Well, yeah, in this culture too. In like, all the cultures. Literally, it's always the woman's fault, even if yeah. she's not. She could, like... Why didn't you fight back? I've never even looked at that man. Right, right. And I was like, well, you clearly did something. Well, yeah. did you have your shoulders bare? Because that's, that's you were a asking lot. for it. That's were your knees showing? That's a lot. Well, you're a whore, so... <laughs> <laughs> Boo, you whore. So, uh, you know, that's pretty much what I got on the Ron Yak. I hate been it. depicted in several films, which I would like to see. I Actually, heard you know, it. I watched a clip from a show, and I don't want to see it. Wasn't that good? I heard that he hangs out a lot in, like, bathrooms, too. Like, on bathroom floors. And they, from what I remember, this was only, no, I think this was a personal account. Does. Right? Well, especially since on the floor is so, I don't know if the bathrooms there are, like, Chinese bathrooms, but... They have the different style toilet, maybe. I'm, I'm not sure if in Malaysia they use the Chinese style toilet or not. I'm assuming, like, I think the doors go down to the floor, so that would be, like, more likely that to, like, slither around down there. Now, the other thing is, I think it was, like, a personal account, and I just, I don't think it was, it wasn't anything good. 
and people say they've seen these ads. So what I think happens is a lot of people disguise themselves physically as this. They cover themselves in oil and then claim to be one and then run around and no one wants to touch them because oh, it's a demon yeah. or whatever. So it's like... And no one's ever caught one? You Just can't catch something slippery. that's a demon. Are they fast and slippery? All right, so the second one... Has several names, so I'll give you the Malaysian name since this is the Malay round. We are so good at pronouncing these words. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw a guess out here. Penangalan. Valid. P E N A N G G A L A N. Well, Penangalan. Pangi for sure. I feel bad for whoever listens to our podcast. And actually knows the proper pronunciation. Oh, yeah. They're like, There's like these dumb. Nobody knows this shit. <laughs> Nobody knows this. You don't know that. Okay. Well, so this actually, that this ghost creature is actually known in most of Southeast Asia. It's a very popular story. So it has several names in Cambodia. It's called the App. Okay. A-P or A-H-P. But I saw A-P more than the latter. Uh-huh. And then in Thailand, it's known as the Krasu. Yes. I kind of like that one, Krasu. Have you heard of this? Yes, I've heard of this. God all three. Oh, all three. I've heard all three. Okay, so I actually, when I was researching it, I wrote down the Thai version of the name as Krasu. Uh-huh. But, again, it's the Penangalan. But I'm going to refer to it as the Krasu. Okay. Because okay. that's easier to pronounce. Just it's easier, and I think it sounds better. Okay. Sorry, Malaysian people. <laughs> All right, so this is a ghost that takes the form of a floating female head with entrails and spinal cord and guts and blood hanging from the neck. Just a floating it's head. A floating head. I, I'm into it. I like it. Okay. So, and the head is usually... Represented by a pretty young woman, of course. I mean, that's the appeal. But it's gonna be a floating head. It better not be an ugly one. You gotta have the contrast of like beauty and then also like, oh Jesus. So imagine this thing. You just see like a girl, like the face and hair of a girl, and she kind of has like this halo-like glow around her head too, and you just kind of see the head, and it's always at night that she's floating around. And then you go up to it and you notice it doesn't have a body and its guts are just hanging out and like that's terrifying. That I don't know, but this one really creeps you can't really out. tell if you don't like them until Creepy like after cool. the first date. Thanks, so. Amy. Yeah. <laughs> just the face just me. <laughs> um. So this this ghost just kind of flies around. She gets around by flying and floating. And what does she do? She uh. How does she fly? She I don't know. Floats. She just wills it. She be. She wills it with her with her guts and her blood just kind of like dripping all over the place. And her blood doesn't leave a trail as it's I'm dripping. sure it does. Um, I'm so sure didn't it really specify, but you know, I feel like it probably does. This is a very persistent and popular legend, as I've said. Some stories say that the woman abused black magic. Women that abused black magic were forced to turn into this monster to pay for their crimes. Right. So similar to the Orang Minyak. Um, Other state, it's a woman that's just fallen victim to demonic possession. You know, this would look better if it was 
just your face and your head. Get rid of that body. Get rid of it. You don't need it. Get rid of that. Throw that in the bed. So one really cool fact about her is that she feeds on blood, feces, fetuses, and other gory things. Yes. That was such a, like, a... It just, like, escalated so quickly. Blood, feces, babies, <laughs> fetuses. Not just babies, but, like, unborn a fetus. fetus. Sounds just... <laughs> questionable. Designers, make it work. And she has a high interest in pregnant women. I would Probably because of the fetus. She's looking for that... Um, nom, 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 nom. Really yummy snack. Snacky snack. Jesus. Would you say that this entity is the metaphorical symbolism of, um, you know how they eat balut, that egg thing? Uh-huh. Are we the krasu to ducks? Yeah, maybe. I mean, not me, because I don't do that. That's fucking disgusting. I'll never was, try that stuff. It was like a spiritual question. Um, Are we the can ducks you, Can krasu? you explain what balut is to our audience and to Sarah. If you haven't watched the videos on YouTube where people are like, I'm eating this thing. It's a, it's a, an egg with a duck fetus in it, I believe. Oh. Yeah, and you just crunch it. Preserved fetus I mean, I had a feeling that's what it was, but ew. And isn't it like black? No, that's century egg, which I have eaten century egg. Oh, you ate that, sweetie. (laughs) Isn't that like a really old? It's not old, it's just preserved, and it's, been it's preserved in such a way that it has turned completely black and the yolk is like jade green and it's yeah, translucent it's, black it's like black egg. jelly she's eating it i have eaten it sounds gross isn't it disgusting i i, I can eat See? a lot of things and i've actually i don't hate the flavor oh. it's the texture it's canceled the texture almost made me vomit as I ate it, and I did not. Wow! So if you almost vomited, I would probably just die. I will say I, I have a die. pretty strong stomach, but it was the texture that did me in a little bit. It wasn't the flavor. The flavor is actually kind of good. It's the I question your no. It, it, I mean, people eat all kinds of different things, but the the texture was really rough for me. It was like jelly. It's like eating jelly, but some I don't know. Very weird. Anyways, so um, we're the duck. Krasu. Yep. Sorry, ducks. I would never do that to you. To all of our duck listeners. So, you know, if you guys wake up early one morning and you go outside and it's a nice sunny day, you go outside and you want to get a little yard work done and you, and you look over, you look at your house and you see a bunch of blood and feces just smeared all over your house. You might have been visited in the night by a crossu. Or you, uh, just oh, a, okay. an annoying kid. Um, I think, you know, that no, would no, no, go... No. I think it would be more like the crossu or a sociopath. You underestimate children. Or like a schizophrenic... Child. Crazy, just totally nuts person. So what's our last contender? Actually, there was a lady... There was two ladies that lived in the same apartment building as me in Los Angeles, and they had, like, a feud going on over, like, their dogs or something. I don't remember what it was, but they didn't like each other. Uh-huh. And one, this the is one the lady, do. the one lady, she could never prove it, but she knew it was from her, every single day was smearing dog <laughs> shit on the handle of this woman's car. Oh, my God. For, like, weeks. That's kind of rough. For like weeks, and she couldn't. 
can catch her. But we heard about it from her, like, many times. That's funny. At my old job, this is, I feel kind of similar, but it wasn't shit. It's boogers. At my old job, in the ladies' bathroom, on the second floor, same stall every time. Somebody was taking big old snap boogers and wiping it on the wall in the stall. So they had a meeting about it. Like, literally, we're all adults, and we had this huge meeting about it, company-wide. And then... It got worse. You could see. It looked like they put boogers on every single finger. And then just like. This is a woman doing this. Yeah. And it was like every single day. To where they got to the point where they were like. We're going to start putting cameras on the outside of the bathrooms. And you're going to have to sign a log. And every single day after you leave the bathrooms. We're going to have to go in and check. And if we find out it's you. You're fired. (laughs) I mean that's really disgusting. Who does that? Right. Who do you think it was? I don't know. I really wish I knew. I think it was somebody in our credit department. The credit department. Because people. because the only people who were near that bathroom were sales and credit. And I honestly don't think it was anybody in sales because... That's what you think. Because we used to be on the first floor and it never happened until we moved up to the second floor. Mm. That's so. disgusting. It is. Yeah. What's our next terrible, terrible item? Okay, so a way to ward off the Karasu is by scattering thorny vines outside your house because this will deter them because their guts can get stuck in them. Ooh, that's gross. Or hanging entrails. Ooh, thorny vines are not good for them. No. What about just a fence? They can float over it. They can float over the fence. But they can't float over the fence. I don't know. I'm going to make this up. Maybe they're kind of stuck at a certain level. Right, um, but if the fence... You don't want to share a drink with the cross suit because ingesting her saliva can turn you into a cross suit. Don't you share, share a drink. First, so you just give it to her to finish off. Don't share a soda with her. Also, who's just hanging out with like a disembodied head? Right? I'm just curious. <laughs> so I'm going to read you two stories that I found on Wikipedia that kind of are different versions of how the Krasu came into existence. Uh-huh. So the first one says, The Krasu is usually a female midwife who has made a pact with the devil to gain supernatural powers. It is said that the midwife has broken a stipulation in the pact not to eat meat for 40 days. <gasps> Having broken the pact, she has been forever cursed to become a blood-sucking vampire demon. Didn't say that. That makes sense for the fe- fetus thing, then. The midwife keeps a... This is the weird part. Not the... The rest isn't weird, but this is just, like, so random. The midwife keeps a vat of vinegar in her house. After detaching her head and flying around in the night looking for blood, the Krasu will come home and immerse her entrails in the vat of vinegar in order to shrink them for easy entry back into her body. So they say, if you know a woman that smells really vinegary... This is just, like, stink people, like, (laughs) prejudiced... Yeah, you stink. It's like smell. I think that means you are a blood sucking demon person. Maybe you just need to wear some floating head. Okay, so the second one, second version of the tale states that the Krasu was once a beautiful woman or priestess who was taking a ritual bath in a tub that once held vinegar. While bathing herself and in a state of concentration or meditation, a man entered the room without warning and startled her. The woman was so shocked that she jerked her head up to up to look, moving so quickly <laughs> as to sever her head 
Jesus. from her thighs, her organs and entrails pulling out the neck, out of the neck opening. Enraged by what the man had done, she slew after him, flew after him, a vicious head trailing organs and dripping venom. You're a whiplash. Get ready yeah. for, what is it called? I hate when I get so startled that my head flies off. <laughs> what are they called? LaCroques? LaCroques? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Enraged by what the man had done, she flew after him, a vicious head trailing organs and dripping venom. Her empty body was left behind in the vat. The Krasu, thus, is said to carry an odor of vinegar with her wherever she flies, and returns to her body during the daytime, often posing as an ordinary mortal woman. However, a Krasu can always be told from an ordinary woman by the odor of vinegar. Okay. To our priests and priestesses that are listening, do you guys, like, do a lot of stuff with vinegar? What's going on? To our mm. priests and priestesses who might be listening, okay. So, <laughs> you guys what was scarier, the Arang Minyak or the Krasu? Okay, shock value, the Krasu. I would not want to meet the Arang Minyak. Though, like at all, yeah, ever. he's rapey. Yeah, I so as creepy as she is, I still think the oily man because yeah, that's messed up. Okay, so the third and final so Malaysian right. ghost for the night is called the Hantu Titek. Do you know this one, Sadie? No. Okay, so the English translation of that is breast ghost. <laughs> this one is great. So I looked up. Like, what are ghosts about boobies? <laughs> that was for Google search. No, I didn't. I <laughs> literally found a ghosts. video, and I was, it was like the top five Malaysian ghosts, and I was like, what the fuck is this? This is nuts. I have to talk about this one. Okay. So this is a Malay ghost in the form of a woman with gigantic breasts, either on her chest or, in some versions, her back. Oh. She uses these giant, pendulous breast to suffocate her victims. She mainly goes after children and young boys and men. You know how, like, they have... It's not as popular anymore, but I feel like old cartoons and stuff, it was like, oh, here comes my aunt, and it was always, like, the big-breasted woman who, yeah. like, big, burly hug, and they felt like they were being suffocated by it. Yes. That's what it was. So this is kind of like yeah. the Malaysian boogeyman story. Like, you know how your parents used to scare you? The boogeyman's going to get you. You better yeah. be good. He, do, he gets the bad kids. So this is kind of the story that parents would use to scare their kids about, you need to get inside because that big-breasted woman's <laughs> going to suffocate you. Like, this is their boogeyman story. In certain versions of the story, her boobs can actually, like, shoot out and be, like, writhing snakes. Not, like, actual snakes, but they're, like, long like a snake. And I can just, like, slap you around and, like, wrap around you and suffocate you. As they do. This is amazing. Now, now, I was reading some comments on a forum that was describing this ghost, and there were, like, all these comments you could tell they were from guys because they were, like, Oh, this doesn't sound so bad to me. Oh, I would oh like God. to come across this ghost. But no, she is not beautiful. She is a hideously old hag. Oops. Really disgusting boobs. <laughs> Some say that she can actually hide a whole child <laughs> under her boob, never to be seen again. I'm just curious, like, 
That's it. That's all she does. Carrie's about the origin. I couldn't find any other origin of that or like. Wait, you think she was probably an actual naked old lady? Yeah, a kid accidentally saw their grandma getting out of a shower one day. You could pass that. (laughs) And has had nightmares since. Now, when you said that, I just imagined like a giant, like disembodied, like torso, and I'm like scary. But that's a lot worse. And they're backwards, right? They're usually, like, on, on your back. back, yeah. Like, why on the back? Who knows? Yeah, that is weird. It is fun to look into the origins of some of this stuff, though. But, um, do we have any final thoughts on this Malaysian roundup? So which one's the scariest? I still think the first one is honestly the yeah, scariest to me. The order you presented them in is the order of scariest, at least. That's true. So, I actually, when I was watching this YouTube video that did, like, a compilation of, like, the top five or whatever, they kept cutting to, like, it kind of looked like a really, like, low-budge horror movie that was about the Krasu. Uh-huh. But it was really freaking me out. Like, it's really scary. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the Grudge Girl, but just, like, with the gut streaming. Like Yoko in The Grudge, the girl with no um, jaw. Yeah, it was really creepy. Which I still remember. That always haunts me, where she's just standing there and her tongue just falls down. Well, yeah, no, I think, I I still don't like the first first dude there. I think that's, that's probably more realistically scary than anything. The other two, at least I know that I'm, like, tripping balls. But with the first one, like, you don't know who that is. Yeah. What do you think, Sarah? No, I agree with you, 100%. Like, if I see a floating head with entrails, I might as well just accept death. Yeah. It's done. And also, I'm not pregnant. I would have to snap a pic of that. (laughs) (laughs) Real quick, for the Insta. Yeah, just stop. Then you can kill me. (laughs) And I feel like if I was being murdered by, like, boobs that can move on their own, I don't know, like... I would hate it, but also it would be so funny. I feel like you would... With that, honestly, again, I would just accept death. Like, if you want to, like... Well, this is how it ends. You know what? I can't stop this. But with the oily man, like, I feel like at least I can get a couple stabby stabs in. Yeah. Stab him. Yeah. You know what? Malaysian women, instead of dressing sweaty, just... Have a knife on you at all Maybe the Krasu evolved to get away from the freaking oily man. Ever think about that? Yeah, she needed to, get, like, just totally get, discard her body. Or, like, boobs yeah. Mackenzie about, just she went the other against route. each other. She went the other route. She was like, I'm just going to have the biggest boobs ever. And yeah, people crush them with them. <laughs> Goals. Well, good job, Jessica. This was an informative and educational thing. I'm sure we'll all have great dreams after this. We should watch that cross soon. Clip. No. <laughs> Sarah doesn't want to. Chicken. Thank you for listening, everyone, to the Midnight Bells. Good evening.